Hello and welcome to JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is the week seven recap. My name is Justin. And I'm Lucas. And in this episode, we're going to review our thoughts for week seven that is currently in the books. Now, our first game is going to be Thursday night, Jacksonville against the New Orleans Saints. This is a pretty good game. Uh, the team I thought was going to win. Uh, it was a back and forth. Uh, ETN came out blazing like he usually does. Uh, Christian Kirk had a big game. Um, Lawrence looked really good in the pocket. Uh, and I don't know, the Saints, they hung in pretty much the whole time. They couldn't get it going right away with a lot of field goals and then, then turned it on really good in the set, the fourth quarter. So it was a pretty good game to watch, entertaining. Yeah, this game, I mean, it didn't seem like it was going to be a close game uh, going into the fourth quarter just because the Saints were just kicking field goals. But Saints made it competitive at the end. Uh, I do think, I mean, the better team won. Uh, ETN, like you said, he had a good game. Uh, it was nice to see Kirk involved in the passing game. Uh, on the Saints side, though, uh, Elvin Kamara, he had a pretty good game. Uh, if you look at, you know, statistically, he had uh, 12 catches, 91 yards, and 62 yards rushing. Not the best average there, but this Jags defense is pretty good still. Uh, it was kind of fun. Again, team I thought was going to win won. Uh, Saints made it interesting, though, at the end. Tough to win a game when you're kicking field goals like they were. Yeah, uh, Kamara had a big game, for sure. That definitely helped the offense. When he's going, this offense clicks a little better. Uh, Chris Olove, he had a pretty good game, but then after the game, he decided to do some goofy stuff and got arrested, so I don't know how much trouble he's going to be in, so that's going to kind of affect this team. I have a feeling going on if he's going to be in trouble for that at all. Um, And I guess the last thing I have is that they brought it all the way down to the wire, the Saints, and that their tight end more, more, I'm guessing, Moru, Foster, whatever, he had the chance to win it at the end right off his tips. Uh, he blamed himself and his team rallied around him and hugged him and told him it was all good and whatnot. So it was good to see that his teams, his teammates came to him and supported him, even though he had the chance to win and he missed it. And you could tell how heartbroken he was. So it was good that the team rallied around him. Right. You always hate to see, you know, that type of, Reaction, and it's good to see that, you know, it wasn't blamed, which sometimes happens. Uh, they just kind of rallied around him, like you said. That, um, Olave or whatever, wide receiver, getting arrested. You hate to see that, um, especially with the, the video that came out where, you know, he is trying to use his role as an NFL player to try to play some, some factor on it. That, that gets annoying when you see stuff like that. So that's kind of a big um, red flag, I guess, for me, as I've kind of enjoyed watching him play. 
but I don't like that mindset where he straight up said that I play for the Saints and stuff like that. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, you do something illegal, you should get in just as much trouble as anybody else. Yeah, that definitely made me have a lot less respect for him once I seen that come out. You shouldn't throw that out there just to try to get out of a ticket, even though it's your fault for going 35 over. So, like, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, we've all done stupid things, but using that as a cover-up, it that's weak in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah, I don't have much else on that game other than uh, it was good to see the Jags win. That's all I got myself. All right, next game, the Falcons and the Buccaneers. Another back-and-forth game. Uh, a lot of field goals this game. Uh, Pitts had some remarkable catches. And Ritter did what he had to do to get him down the field to get cool, the game-winning field goal as time expired. Uh, the Buccaneers defense stayed strong pretty much throughout the, the whole game. Offense was stagnant. Uh, their running game is just pretty much non-existence right now. They really need to get that going if they want to win. But that definitely just shows how good this Ravens defense actually can be. The Falcons? What did I say? Ravens. <laughs> oh, yeah, Falcons. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Uh, I need to, like, yeah, I need to wake up here. So, yeah, uh, yeah, just shows that this defense can be really good if you're holding a team to only 73 yards in the rushing game, especially when you don't even have your best player really playing. I don't know what happened there with Robinson, but he didn't play at all. I think he had one carry, and then that was it. They had announced that he wasn't feeling good. Uh, he woke up Saturday, I think, not feeling well, and the coach then elected on Sunday. He still wasn't feeling well, but not use him much, but they didn't designate him as an injured, inactive or anything like that, so... I don't know exactly what the rule is on that, but apparently, I mean, he was in some plays. He just never got the ball. Right. I wonder. I don't know. It's kind of strange. be a protocol how, like, because teams play different or scheme different if they don't know a player's in or out, but. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of liked uh, leaving people on edge because, I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of a weapon there, too, is if you play it that way. But it's tough because if it's an illness, like, that can come on out of nowhere. Um, clearly, we're right. we're both we're getting over being sick. Luke's still kind of sick. I'm getting better now. But, <laughs> yeah, um, it, it comes on out of nowhere. I mean, you, you don't expect it. You can't predict it. And you just kind of wake up feeling kind of down. But. I don't know what happened there. That's what what it was. I saw something announced during the game on that. Um, but to bring up that Pitts catch, that that was ridiculous. The one-handed behind the back just was an impressive catch. Yeah, it was between two defenders too. Like I don't know <laughs> how he held on to it. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty crazy. Like you you see some of these catches and you're just like, oh yeah, okay. But this one was one that 
I don't know how he kept, how he held on to it. I don't know. It was impressive. Yeah. Um, I did, you know, kind of figure that the Falcons would win this if Robinson would have been involved. However, he wasn't. Uh, it just, it's kind of strange because they just didn't play him. Um, I predicted the, the Bucks would win, but if, you know, the run game and Robinson would have been involved. I don't know. It's just kind of strange that they'll come to me, but they get, they got the win. That's what matters. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, I thought Robinson was definitely going to do more, but with being sick, that definitely dropped his stats and everything for not playing, but. Yeah. Uh, people came up and played big, which you need to do when your player's not, your best player's not playing. Ritter even had touchdown running, which is big for him to be able to be versatile. So, and then Evans had a big game, 82 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I think, I mean, Ritter actually looked pretty consistent this game too, where he hasn't much in the prior games coming up to this. I still I don't expect much out of him. Uh, but, I mean, that's a plus. They got the wind, and he looked consistent. Mayfield, though, he looked very uncomfortable. He missed a lot of throws. Yeah, 15 of them. Yeah, that's the one I was expecting at the start of the year. Um but he's been improving a lot more than I was expecting. But got to give it up to the defense when he's been good all year, and then you're able to pressure him. Yeah, definitely. Can, then you can see that he gets rattled. So, especially against the Bucks O line too, because they got a pretty good O line. But I don't know this Falcons defense got to be pretty good. That's five, three sacks. Five tackles for loss, so they were getting in the backfield. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for this one. Yeah, same here. All righty. Next one, we'll go to the Raiders and Bears. This game was a shocker to me, not going to lie. I was not expecting the Bears to win, but I want to say that the rookie – Undrafted free agent, a D1, no, D2 quarterback showed up big and played very well. And his teammates came around and pulled it out and helped him get his first career win. Foreman was just a stud. 89 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, then he had three catches, 31 yards for a touchdown as well. Their defense shut down Jacobs, and Hoyer looked awful. <laughs> they should have started O'Connell, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Oh, it was good to see that this Bagant play the way he did. And let's see where they can ride that, and hopefully these people start stepping up for him. DJ Moore had some good catches. Eight for 54 yards. They shut down Devontae Adams, kind of. He had 12 targets, only caught seven for 57 yards. But Jacoby Myers, I think he's turned into their main guy, which is insane to me, but he's putting up the numbers, getting the touchdowns that 
they need. So, yeah, definitely not what I was expecting, but got to give it up, give it up to that good feel story of Bagant. Yeah, I, I mean, I fully agree. I expected the Raiders to win this game. Uh, nice to see, you know, Bagant come out and, you know, in his first start, he played pretty good. Uh, missed a few things here and there. Some of the reads were off a little bit, but I mean, he, as far as what you could expect for first start from undrafted, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was impressive. I mean, didn't really force anything. And, you know, they were, they had the win fairly easily. Uh, Foreman, like you said, he had a pretty good game. It was nice to see, you know, having the reliable option there to hand it off and also on the check down a few times. Uh, on the other side, Raiders, they didn't look very good at all. Uh, Brian Hoyer didn't know where he played. I didn't even know he was still in the league as of yeah. last week, and maybe he shouldn't be. Uh, I don't know. He, I mean, he's never really been super great. He's usually been you know, somewhat consistent. He'll throw the ball a lot and not really care about interceptions, and that's what he did. He threw the ball a lot. And had two interceptions. Tough to come back when the quarterbacks looks like they have three turnovers. I don't know if they had any fumbles or not, but it's tough to, to even have an attempt at a game when you're down on a turnover battle. Yeah, exactly. Especially if one of the picks go for touchdowns, so that yeah. usually doesn't help any. You have all the momentums to that defense, and now you got to go back on the field with the defense just all hyped, and it definitely doesn't help that situation at all. That's yeah, that was, Spillane again, led the Raiders with tackles again. I'm starting to like this guy. I really, I want to start looking into this guy more. It's crazy I've never heard of him until that one, one game. I can't remember which, two weeks ago, I think it was. Two, three weeks ago. Yeah, where he had the interceptions. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that interception return for touchdown, too, was either late third or mid-fourth quarter, too, I think. Uh, does it say here? Would that have been five, O'Connell? Five minutes left, so. Yeah, it would have been, would have been O'Connell. Yeah, that was probably the one for O'Connell win. So, yeah, that, that was probably more along the lines of, you know, trying to make a play. And it just right. happened. But either way, you know, you don't expect to see the Bears win right now, but but they did. There's some talks that uh, there might be two other defensive players on the table for trades in the next week here. So that'll be something we'll have to keep an eye on. Uh But, Other than Edmonds, I don't know who else would be on the trading block that people would want, I guess. I can't remember who it was. I saw it. Um, there was a list of players that were possibles for a bunch of teams, and the Bears had two. And I'm pretty sure 
Uh, one of them was cornerback. I'm not sure what the other one was. I thought, it, I thought they were both uh, D-backs, but maybe not. Okay, maybe. Uh, and then the Raiders had a couple too, but I thought that they had announced that Adams wasn't going to be traded. Yep, I heard that too. Although he was still on the list, so I guess we'll see. Uh, you know, if somebody's got a, a good price. Yeah. He would think that they would take it because he doesn't want to be there. But we got, what, less than a week now? Close. Yep. One week left. It's going to be interesting to see. 31st, is that when it ends? Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting. But I don't have much else for that game. Me neither. Alrighty, let's go to the Browns Colts game. Um, a lot closer than I was expecting. A lot higher scoring than I was expecting. With the way the Browns defense has been playing, I wasn't expecting them to get 38 points scored on with this offense. Um, but Taylor played like his old self, which is going to help my fantasy team out a lot. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, he played really well. He helped in both uh, catching and rushing. He had a touchdown rushing. Josh Downs came out of nowhere, five catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, on the other side, the Browns, they held strong, but they definitely got a lot of help by the refs at the end of the game. They was a lot of questionable calls, which is really killing the NFL right now, I think, in my opinion. The refs, I think it's been the worst that I've seen in a very long time. Uh, yeah, but I'm not going to blame everything on the refs in this game. I think the Colts should have won that game. But they gave them too many opportunities, and... This is what happens. Uh, on the Brown side, offensively, not a lot happened. I know there was 39 points, but if you really look at it, Ford only had 74 yards in the touchdown. Hunt only had two touchdowns, but he only had 31 yards. Like, there wasn't a lot of explosive plays. And I was just, just, Crazy, the score ended up being the way it was. Yeah, it, the uh, I think the big thing, I mean, you got three fumbles lost, so that's putting the Browns offense in short fields. Yeah, true. Uh, so the, the yardage doesn't need to be there necessarily, but the – so start up the game, it was two real big plays – and the 69-yard run for Ford, and then that was like a 60-yard pass to Downs. Yeah. Back-to-back. Uh, back. It was – like that was fun to see. Later in the game, they had another really big play to uh, Michael Pittman Jr. as a 75-yard pass. But it was fun to see as far as that. Uh, I think the biggest thing is the Browns' defense kept – this team in, in the game and eventually allowed them to win just because of the pressure that they were able to put on. They got the interception and three fumbles recovered. That Yeah, all from Minshew, which is crazy. Yeah, well he was getting <laughs> he was getting beat up pretty bad. 
but uh, we had the blocked uh, field goal too, which is insane to see. Uh, drawing a blank right now, Garrett. Did he leap over? Yeah, and leaped over and, and had the block. You see that attempted so often, but they usually end up touching somebody into penalty then. Right. That was crazy. When it happens, it's just outrageous, some of these athletes and what they can do. Especially uh, being so big. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he was he was a monster this whole game. It That's the only reason that the Browns were in this game is because of their defense. Uh Otherwise, the Colts would have had this game easy. But it was fun to see. I mean, Gardner Minshew, he had two touchdowns passing, two rushing. Uh, the one rush, I think, was like a 20-yard rush, too. Wasn't it 17-yard? Yeah. I forgot that he can run a little bit. He has some wheels for a white boy. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was a fun game. I did not expect to score at all. It I I mean, I predicted the Browns would win, and I didn't think it was going to be very close with Richardson not playing. But Gardner Minshew, you know, he played pretty well other than the turnovers. But he was getting destroyed all, all game, that defense stuff. Another weird thing that uh, – yeah, Deshaun Watson. So they had evaluated him, and they elected not to put him back in. <laughs> Well, he went one for five in the passes that he had. Yeah. weren't even close. No, I mean he hasn't been good at all, in my opinion, since the Browns got him. But still, people love him for whatever reason. They think he's good, and I don't know. I don't know if they're second guessing that or or what. But they got the win, and they got a quarterback question, because I, I think I saw somewhere, too, that he's going to be out next week for sure. Yeah, if P.J. Walker keeps winning games, it's going to be hard to sit him. They said that he had some injury that normally pitchers have, and that's oh. why he's been fighting. I can't think of what it, what the injury was, but uh, something like oblique or something. I can't remember. But... Hmm. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's a good quarterback, even though if, if they are, if he is injured, I still, <laughs> I think they overpaid for him. But I agree, one hundred percent. Alrighty, next game. I think I have nothing else on that one. Yeah, I got nothing else on that one. Fun game. Alright. Yeah, high scoring. Uh, Giants against Commanders. This big game. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor, man. He looked good. Yeah. He's definitely a journeyman. And he... Craziest stat I've seen. You would never know it until you look at it. He's the first non-white quarterback in the Giants history to win the game. Really? Yeah. I don't know how true that is. That's what I've seen on the X or slash Twitter. I mean, I can see uh, it, but you, you think back, Eli had been there for how long, and then Daniel Jones now. And prior to that, you yeah. didn't see many. No. So, because that, that probably true. Lorenzo, and then, yeah, they had so many. I can't think of yeah. 
So, but yeah, he did really well. Uh, Saquon did good. Does the dual back like he always does. Uh, Tyrod can run. He had 25 yards. Darren Waller actually showed up and played good ball, almost 100 yards in the touchdown. Their defense just shut down this team. Uh, scoreless three out of the four quarters and yeah, really good showing for the Giants. I think they should stick with Taylor even when Jones comes back, in my opinion. And on the other side, not much happened. Uh, Howell was on the ground more than he was on his feet, I think. <laughs> uh, he got sacked four times. Just, no, six times, I mean, sorry. Uh, four tackles behind the loss, other than the sacks. Um, yeah, so big game for this Giants defense. Pretty much shut everyone down except... McLaren, which is normally the trend on this offense. He's like their main go-to guy. Imagine if they had a good quarterback for him throughout his career so far. Oh, man. That'd be scary. (laughs) He's put up the numbers with nothing at quarterback. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. I agree. I mean, Tara Taylor, he... I mean, he's been around. Never really... Had much consistency because as soon as whoever he steps in to take place of is ready, they're they're back in and he's back on the bench and usually moved on to someplace else. He he's been looking good. I mean, this Giants offense, I, I'm not scared of this Giants team by any means, but they look better with him so far this season than they did with Jones. Uh, you actually get use out of Waller. And the receiver in the draft that I wanted, the Cowboys, Hyatt. Yeah. He had, I think it was one really big play, and I think that's where his yards came from. But nice to see him actually being targeted, uh, Barkley being used again. It's, I don't know, they just seem a little bit more efficient with Tyrod Taylor. He's more consistent, I think, than Jones is, so... I think Jones that helps. Yeah, Jones just has the threat for running because he's he's strangely quick, uh, but his arm like, he doesn't he's not very good at throwing. He's not a, not a very good arm quarterback. It's just the threat of running, in my opinion. He's made some some good throws in his career, but generally, I'm not scared of him having to throw to win the game against. The team that I'm cheering on. No, yeah, definitely not. I'd pick Taylor over him any day. Yeah. But, I mean, like, neither of these teams are any good, in my opinion. They're, you know, average, below average. Record-wise, they're going to be. But it's still nice to see what, well, especially these two, because they're both in Cowboys division, so it's nice to see. And the games are always played a little bit different when it's a division game like it was here. Yeah. Definitely. It seems like division games are so much tougher all around than no matter what the records are. Yeah. I'm glad that the Giants got the win just because it's easier for the 
division and getting these two out of the way, having worse records and fighting back and forth near the end of the season. For sure. And stuff. Uh, I assume the, the way the Eagles are playing, they're probably going to take the division. But Coming quick. Yeah. Yep, we're already almost halfway there. Yeah. Oh, that's all I got for that game. Okay. I don't get uh, Ravens and the Lions game. This was shocking to me. I don't know where the Lions <laughs> got off. Like, I think they, like, got off halfway home, I mean, to the stadium and decided just not play. One person played their rookie Gibbs. <laughs> he, he was on the tear, 68 yards and touchdown, and then he caught another 50 more, 58 more yards. But, man, Lamar Jackson ate this defense up yeah. left and right. Uh, the way he can avoid sacks is just insane. There is so many plays where he, like, juked out two, three defenders and was able to get away, throw it, or run it because he loves to run. Um, just insane. Not, I was expecting the Ravens to win, but not by 32 points. Uh, Gus Edwards went on a tear yes, that Sunday as well. Touchdown, he had 80 yards receiving. Yeah, just an all-around dominant game by the Ravens. Their defense just was insane that five sacks and the Lions couldn't get any anything going against this defense. Except yeah. St. Brown. But I think he's gonna do that against everyone. Right. Yeah, I expected this to be a good game. I, I actually thought it was gonna be a fairly close game and I predicted the Lions to win. I couldn't have been any more wrong than I was. Uh, it, it was nice to see Gibbs actually playing again. I think he's been out with an injury, but it, it was nice to see. He put up a show, uh, St. Brown, and he did what he does. Uh, but this Ravens offense, Lamar, I don't think I've ever seen play as good as he did throwing-wise in this game. Like he was making throws that... I would never expect him to hit. And it was, I don't know. I'm not really a Lamar fan. I I enjoy watching, you know, what he can do because he he is a highlight reel, clearly. But as far as for, as a quarterback, I don't think he's that great. Uh, This game, though, he was on. He was definitely on making throws. It was crazy. I don't remember seeing this Gus Edwards catch, but they must have been uh, pretty close to the end zone after that. <laughs> one catch for 80 yards like, yeah. on the field when that happened. I, I missed that for whatever reason. But, but no, this one was fun to see. Um, he made a lot of plays, like you were saying, with, with the legs to get out of what should have been an easy sack. Um, players that normally would would get that tackle, that back, 
on that Lions defense that are pretty good at putting pressure on. Yeah, this defense is usually can contain quarterbacks, but for some odd reason, Jackson just had their number. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize that Andrews had two touchdowns, which is big for him. It's good to see him back in the mix. Last year, that's all you could hear about for the Ravens was how good Andrews was, so it's nice seeing him back in the mix. Yeah, I mean, uh, Lamar's always kind of been on that tight end. He is, is pretty good at hitting the tight ends just because they're – well, Andrews is a pretty big window anyways. And yeah. He makes it work out pretty well, their connection usually, but they hadn't been on too much this year. I think they had one or two other games where he had a couple big games, but I did not expect this. Uh, it was fun to see. Uh, both are, are good teams, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely both playoff teams that are gonna, gonna be scary for either team in the playoffs, I have a feeling. Um, but yeah, that's all I got on that one. I don't got much else either. That, that Lions offense really, uh, and defense both. I think I picked Lions defense as the defense to watch. Yeah, I did. And that wasn't good. <laughs> Alrighty. So now we'll go to the Bills and New England game. This was a shocker in my opinion. Uh, Mac Jones actually looked like a quarterback, which usually doesn't happen. And yeah, they just didn't look good at all when Kincaid is your leading wide receiver. You can tell that the Bills were having troubles getting to where they needed to get. Um, Kendrick Bourne played well for the Patriots. Definitely helped Mac Jones out. Douglas, I don't even know who he is. He played well rushing and receiving. Yeah, just not what I was expecting. I'm not sure that it is either, but wide receiver for Patriots, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. Uh, going into the game, I think it was like the first pass that Josh Allen threw was an interception. Like Josh Allen doing his, his thing. But he's thing. He, he came back. I mean, he, he didn't have a terrible game. I mean, they didn't play super well as a team. I, I mean... Throughout the game, they got a little bit more consistent, but it, it was really just the Bill Belichick and, you know, the Patriots putting on a show in the first half, and I didn't expect it at all. I, if I would have, you know, predicted this game, I would have figured that the Bills would have been winning by a long shot by halftime. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I did, not, wasn't that way. No. Um, but I guess the plus sides for the Bills, James Cook is coming around, second-year player. Good to see him getting involved both receiving and doing decent running. He had a four-yard four yard average, so not too bad. Yeah, so other than that, 
I was just shocked more than anything on how this ended. <laughs> There's a lot of games this weekend that was this way. Just kind of shocked by it. But nice to see Kincaid being used. Uh, I thought he was going to be a bigger target than he's been. I'm wondering if maybe Knox is going to slowly get phased out here. It'll be interesting to see what happens, I guess, for the tight end on the Bills here. Uh, Mac Jones, he had a good game. I don't trust that it, it'll continue. I think you had touched base on him actually having a good game, but I don't expect that trend to continue. It's He has been inconsistent so far. Zeke got another touchdown, which is nice to see. Yeah, everyone pitched in, and that's what you're going to need for the Patriots to win games. You're going to need everyone coming in and playing well, I think, because Mac Jones won't be consistent all year. Yeah. So I guess the key got to do is a uh, gritty thing that he does or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'll call that a gritty, but close. Yeah. <laughs> The attempt, I guess. Uh. <laughs> Alright, so nothing else there. We got the next game, Cardinals Seahawks. Uh, in this game, and the Cardinals played first half, nothing in the second. Seems like a trend. I don't know why they can't get a complete game going. Uh, however, it was nice to see on the other side, the Seahawks, JSN getting involved. Uh, Gino made some real nice throws. He also had some, a few that were real bad. Uh, he had an interception. I don't know if you saw that or not, but that was a horrible decision on his part. But, uh, they ended up getting the win. Uh, Bobo that had that nice catch on the sidelines. Yeah. Really nice catch. The catch was pretty crazy. It was nice to see him getting involved as well. Your, you know, stars. It, it was uh, Metcalf must have been out, right? Yeah, he got injured. Yeah, uh, Tyler Lockett though. Um, not much out of him, but you got these younger guys making plays. Yeah, uh, which is good to see when your main target is out. You need people to step up. Against a team like the Cardinals, it's pretty easy to step up, it seems like, this year because, like you said, they are a half team. They like not to show up in the second half or two quarters in general every game this year, which is why they won't have one win this year. But Josh Dobbs played decent for playing against a Seattle team that's usually – has a pretty good defense. He had 146 yards, no touchdowns, but he also ran for 43 and had a touchdown. No one else really stuck out on that side because they couldn't get anything going, clearly. But, yeah, uh, JSN, he was supposed to be have a big year. Everyone was really excited for him to show up, get drafted there, and play along Lockett and Walker. I think this is his best game so far this year. Uh, Kenneth Walker played pretty well. 
no touchdowns, but he had over 100 yards. Yeah, so that's pretty much what I got on that. Yeah, this Seattle team, they got a lot of weapons. I just feel like the offense has just kind of been stalling this season compared to what we expected. Uh, whether that, you know, is Gino coming off of his really good year last year and just maybe thinking it was going to be a little bit easier than it is. I don't know. It's tough to say. Uh, he's been, you know, fairly consistent, but whatever reason, this team just hasn't been the explosive team that they were last year and that they could be this year. Yeah, no, definitely not. But they're four and two. I guess that's really all that matters as of now until you get further on. Uh, yeah, their team is loaded with a lot of talent. I, especially against the Cardinals, I was expecting a little more out of that, but they did enough to win. Yep. And that's what matters is you get the wins. Uh, with the 49ers, we'll discuss later. They're in the same divisions. I mean, they're, they're right there. Uh, four and two and 49ers are five and two. So they got the, what, half game ahead, I suppose, but. Yeah. One game. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't got anything else there either. We can move on to the next one. We got the Steelers Rams. This game, I'm not a big fan of Pickett. I've stated this before, um, but I do enjoy watching Pickens play. So that ends up including Pickett having to be decent. Uh, and Pickens had a pretty good game. In this one, uh, not quite the outcome I expected as far as the score-wise. But it was a pretty fun game. Uh, the Rams just kind of didn't really show up in the fourth quarter. And I guess the Steelers ended up taking it, taking it over. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting this outcome at all. I was thinking the Rams were going to steamroll them, honestly. Yep. But when you have Cooper Cup only having two catches, you have Atwell only one, things aren't going to go very well for your team. But I have a feeling once they start gelling, this offense is going to be very scary. Uh Henderson came out, played really well. Sans Williams is out. I think he's out for the year now. Yeah, I think um, yeah, when you have your best player, two catches, 29 yards, it's not looking very well for you. This rookie is just an absolute freak. Eight catches, 154 yards. On the other side, Najee decided to play again. He's been very inconsistent this year. If he was more consistent, I think this team could be pretty good. Uh, Jalen Warren, Warner, Warren, not Warner, Warren had a pretty decent game. But yeah, Pickens, he is a very fun wide receiver to watch. Not a big fan of Pickett either. Yeah, other than that, it seemed like the offense just couldn't get going for the Rams in that, that kind of just shows 
with their best players not getting the ball. Yeah. It, it's kind of crazy. Just an interesting stat here. Uh, so, Puka, I guess, uh, is now tied with Chase as the only two wide receivers over 700 yards in their first seven games of their career. Uh-oh. I thought JJ did that, but I guess not, huh? No, he didn't play in his first game. If he would have played in the first game. Oh, yep, that's right. Yeah, then then it would have been, but whatever reason, I can't remember what it was, or he didn't start his first game. Something along that line. But anyways, I was looking it up because I had seen something during the game about that. And yeah, um, I think Chase is like 754 and Puka is 752 or the other way around. Like they're saying, this guy is good. Yeah, it's just that's crazy. Just thinking about like how many, you know, wide receivers have stepped in and contributed right away, and there only being two of them that have done that, that's crazy. Yeah, especially with all the good wide receivers that have come through. Like Randy Moss's rookie season. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's crazy, but. Interesting. That's a very interesting stat. I didn't know that. That's pretty crazy. I looked it up. It took me a while to actually find it after they had said something about it. I was searching it and I kept, like, it kept bringing back, um, first seven games of the season for everybody. I'm like, I don't want this. I want of career. And, uh, I think it was stat news that you could not understand the first seven games of the career. And finally, I found it in some history, NFL history thing. But kind of neat. You don't really expect that there would only be two. And to be in the same company as Chase is always a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. Another interesting stat here I see. Kenny Pickett had eight rushes for zero yards in the touchdown. (laughs) Yeah. And his long was two yards, so he must have gotten a couple that were negative. So that's kind of that's weird to see. Yeah, I think we made a joke about that in a game earlier this year, where somebody had like three or four yard, three or four rushes and our receptions. Maybe it was I can't remember, but anyway, I said yeah, that's weird that is just funny to see. Ha. Huh. Yeah, I don't have much else in that game other than no. I'm kind of surprised no. that it ended the way it did. But Yeah, that's all I got. All right, next game, Chiefs and Chargers. Uh, game went the way I expected it. Mahomes um, went absolutely off. He did have one interception, but, you know, that happens when you throw 42 times. Uh, but he threw for 424 yards and four touchdowns. Their running game was pretty much non-existent. Uh, but Travis Kelsey, 179 yards, a touchdown, 12 catches. Valdez Scantley did really well. This Rashid Rice is a very good rookie wide receiver. And I think he's going to be a very big Target for him, especially with this hard 
Chiefs, even though they've been on tear all year. But it's just going to make them that more scary. Uh, Chargers didn't play very well. They only had a couple players that did well. Herbert, look, not very good. Got rattled a lot. Threw some bad throws, got two interceptions. Kelly had a big game, and Palmer had a big game. Other than that, nothing really was going well for this team. Yeah, they were pretty well shut down. Uh, they were trying to get Allen the ball quite a bit and just wasn't working. Um, Palmer had a, had a good game. I don't know. It was most of that, I think, on one one play, though. I think I think he had like a 60, 70-yard yeah, pitch. 60. I can't remember, though. Um, but, yeah, Kelly, he had another. He had a big run, too. I think, I think his was a... Pretty long run for touchdown. Yeah. A lot of his yards came off that, I suppose. But they they had some chances. Uh just didn't work out for them in in the way the game played. That Kansas City defense is is playing pretty good right now. Uh the connection between Kelsey and Mahomes is just ridiculous. They like some of those plays, you can see that Kelsey is not following what his route was supposed to be. He just kind of goes where he's the open part of the field. And that's what good receivers do. And the good quarterbacks can pick that out and hit them spots. And they just have a really good connection and are able to do that really well. Uh, you had mentioned Rice. I agree. I think he's going to be very dependable. Uh, wide receiver for Mahomes for quite some time here. Just the way that he plays the game. I was watching him uh, in this last game, and he runs a pretty good route, and he also will find the open spot of the field. The touchdown, like he got to the back of the end zone where nobody was and just stood there like perfectly on the edge waiting for the pass. It was really good play. Um Kind of curious as to see what happens with uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. There was rumors that he might be on the market. Uh, I don't think he's a terrible back. I, I think just the way that the Chiefs play, he doesn't really fit their system. And no, not even more. He did as a rookie, but then he I got he hurt. Be, yeah, I thought he was going to be big after right away. And then, I don't know, he's just been kind of phased out and... The way that they play now, it's the Pacheco and McKinnon here and there. But I don't know. I'd rather see Pacheco mainly used even over McKinnon. Yeah. So uh, good. He didn't have a very good time in this game, but the Chargers front is pretty good. And so I kind of figured it was going to be a heavy passing game from the Chiefs. Um, overall, I mean, the game went the way I expected it to. I didn't expect Mahomes to have, what was it, like 250 yards in the first half or something? Yeah. Two touchdowns. And most of it, and most <laughs> of it went to Kelsey. Yeah. I think he had uh, like 120 or something like that. Well, Valdez Scanling had a pretty good touchdown catch. Uh, so it'll be interesting to, to see what happens 
I, I don't think I think the wide receiver core is kind of coming in on that team now uh, with Mahomes getting a little bit more comfortable, especially with Rice. I think that'll be I think that's going to be huge throughout the rest of, rest of the season here. That connection will be. But but all I have in that game, other than it went about all I expected it to. Uh, Chargers are going to struggle on offense, I think. Yeah, without Williams, this you can tell this offense has shut down pretty quick, which is not a good sign for them. Yeah, it's nice, but yeah, that's all out as well. Step up here, but yeah, there's been. I mean, it seems like almost every year, either Allen or Williams is hurt. I I don't know. At least sometime yeah. throughout the season, they'll miss some right. games, it seems. But when they're both healthy, it's that's a fun offense to watch, too. Yeah. yeah. Explosive offense can be when they're actually healthy. Yep. Going to a different team where two offenses are not very explosive, <laughs> Packers and the Broncos, this game did not turn out the way I thought it was. I thought the Packers were going to pull this one out. Clearly did not. Nothing. There was just nothing going on in this game. Yeah. I don't know. There's not much to say about this other than Sutton played well. And Devontae Williams. Other than that, it was a lackluster game. It was a tale of two halves for the Giants. I mean, the Packers. I don't know why it's the Giants, but the Packers, they did nothing in the first half. I'm pretty sure the Broncos kicked two goals pretty much all the time. Yeah, they didn't have much other than field goals. They had the one touchdown in the third quarter. That was about it. But the rest was all field goals. This game was tough to have interest in. It, yeah. Neither, neither team is is good. Um, you have to expect that a lot of the Broncos players are going to be gone here in the next week off to greener pastures, I guess. And there's been a lot of rumors between Sutton and Judy, um, both of them, you know, being shopped around. I would be surprised if they're both on the team after the traded line. I'd be even more surprised if one of them isn't gone. So, Yeah, they've been in that rumor mill all year. Uh, this next coming week is going to be very interesting, exciting, and I can't wait. <laughs> I, there's I going to be a lot of – there's a lot of talk going around, and I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, is it uh... – Simmons, he's the safety, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just talk about Simmons and Sertain uh, both being available. Yep. Which would be fun. Like I still, I just dream that you know the Cowboys are going to go after Sertain because, please. But yeah, I know. I keep it, saying that to myself too. <laughs> <laughs> I would give up. Like I'd be willing to give up a first round pick for Sertain. I he's so. I wouldn't give up a first-round pick for many people, but I would give one for him and yeah. almost whatever they want. But yeah, he's good. 
he's definitely a guy I w- would love to have on the Vikings as well. I'd also really like to see Sutton, but I'm not a huge yeah, fan of Judy, that, but either but one again, of them both good. I think both of them would do well, depending on what system they go to. With the Broncos, they really haven't had a quarterback to even show off what they can actually do. But they both are so injury-prone, which is why I'm guessing they've stayed with the Broncos as long as they have. Yeah, well, I mean, they've been shopped around for a couple of years now, or, you know, rumored. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of years. They, they just haven't gone anywhere. And I, you got to assume it's because of the injuries. But. Yeah. I think so. to say. Maybe they can get, somebody can get a good deal on them, and who knows, maybe in a better system, maybe they'll somehow stay healthy. Hopefully. Well, I guess we'll see. This comes soon. Yeah. Soon. I'm excited to see all the. The selling that's going to happen. That's all I got on that game. That game was very lackluster. Yeah, I mean, they just trade hype for me there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't got any uh, So we'll go to the Sunday night game, which was the Philadelphia Eagles against the Miami Dolphins. Um, there's a lot I could say about this game. Um, I'm not going to bring up a lot of it, but the biggest thing, there was two or three of the offensive linemen for the Dolphins that were out. Jalen Ramsey was still out. Uh, Xavier Howard was out for the, the Dolphins. They were beat up, but they still put up 17 points, but they could not stop the Eagles in any way possible. The push push, I'm sick of it. Someone's going to get hurt. Uh, I think it was, oh, the next game we're going to talk about, actually, I need to bring something up about that. Um, A.J. Brown went off. So good. Um, Goddard finally showed up, played, had a touchdown. But yeah, pretty much all I got. Tyreek Hill played Tyreek Hill. He even said he had a bad game, even though he had 88 yards and touchdown. And he said he needed to step his game up, which, in my opinion, is funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wanted a thousand yards after this game. Yeah, he definitely used it. <laughs> I think he's got to be what, like 180 yards off. Is he even that far off? He might not be. I, I was just guessing. It's probably he's 98 yards off. 90. <laughs> So he could have had that. Yeah. But I, so AJ Brown, you had mentioned him. He is really good. Like just watching him, it hurts knowing that they got him for barely anything. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he can make plays after the ball. He's not the fastest player, but he is tough to bring down. There was one of them that was a touchdown. He had three people on him, mm-hmm. and he just walked through them all. And they had the, it's just it's crazy to see. And the fact the that they had him. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Goddard, you know, he had a big game. I don't know if I remember if it was the last, last game or the game before that. He had a big game. He had like 100 yards, 100 and some yards and a touchdown. Nice to see him involved again, um, getting, getting used. I think he's... 
you know, one of the top tight ends in the league if used. For whatever reason, the Eagles don't necessarily target tight ends. Or Jalen doesn't very much. No, I think that's more of a Jalen than anything, honestly. Um, I was going to mention back before um, this kind of Eagles related, I guess now, but uh, from the cards, um, it sounds like Ertz is going to be on the trade block too, so it'll be interesting to see if he actually moves out um, someplace else that he can be used better. Zach Ertz? Oh! Because he came from the Eagles when Goddard kind of stepped up and and took over, but he's been, I mean, he's been now with the Cardinals and I think underutilized compared to what he should be, but it would be interesting. It's kind of a random thing I was going to bring up back then and I forgot about it until just now. No, that's good. Yeah. I... I feel the Dolphins didn't play their normal game. Uh, normally, mm-hmm. they're like the way that their routes are ran and everything. It should have taken advantage of this defense. Um, you had mentioned some of the injuries. It it sucks, you know. Injuries happen. Every team has them. Every team is dealing with them. Uh, I, I think it just affected the Dolphins quite a bit, and. They got a lot of injuries on defense and on their offensive line, and that that hurts because this Eagles D line is real good. Yeah, very and, good. And if they would have been able to, you know, do a little bit better up front, which is where this all starts, that that run game for the Dolphins was shut down. It pressure on Tua almost instantly on most plays. Yeah, and that's tough. I I think you know. If they end up playing again this year, it would be in the Super Bowl. I don't hope that happens because I don't want the Eagles there. But I think it would be a different game. Um, I'd like to see, you know, both sides healthy. Best team out there that we can. But this, this game didn't go how I expected. Eagles defense played differently than they had been, too, because they were actually covering the deep sidelines. And it was more the center of the field that was open. So I don't know if that kind of threw it off for them too um, on the Dolphins for offense or not. Uh, it was just kind of kind of a strange game. I didn't expect the Eagles to win looking back. I mean, the Eagles are a good team. It makes sense. They're just getting better too because, I mean, they signed Julio. He was active for this game. And then they also just yeah. traded for Baird. Yeah, and I have that written down. I was going to just bring that up here after you were done. That's a big, big pickup for them. It is. He's, he's had a little bit of a down season compared to normal. Well, he is but, on the Titans. So. But, yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> you, you got him on the Titans that are struggling at the team in general. Uh, that could be the reason for that. And they got him pretty cheap. I think it was like a fourth-round pick or something. Yeah, something um, crazy. Fourth and a fifth round, maybe. Uh, either way, like that addition. The Eagles keep doing sucks. that. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, I don't like it. They also got somebody else, too. They just they thought I saw that they were going after or that they had finished getting uh, trading for somebody else. I, I couldn't find it when I was just kind of going over my notes before we recorded here. But it wouldn't surprise me if there's something else that we discuss in the next episode on them making another trade. Yeah, you never know with these guys. Um, the front office is so good at that. They just 
filling in this team everywhere that they need help. Right. Terrell Edmonds, Terrell Edmonds, they got him too. Is that right? No, that was a while ago. Never mind. Yeah, they've had him for a while, oh. I think. Okay. Uh, the last note I have on this game is A.J. Brown has five straight games that ties a record for 125 yards in the game consecutive. Which is crazy. Right. Yeah, it sucks that the, the Eagles are as good as they are. Um, the loss is the same as, you know, as the Cowboys loss. It doesn't matter. It's outside of the division, it doesn't matter. It's still funny to make fun of them because the Cowboys beat the Jets. But this Eagles team is, is tough. They're a scary team. I still think they're the weakest six and one team, but oh. what do I know, right? <laughs> I mean, who's who's all six and one? It's got to be just them. <laughs> no, them and the Chiefs. Yeah, no, the Chiefs are probably a better six and one team. Yeah. <laughs> I, either way, I mean, they're a good team, and yeah, the way that they keep adding players and the, the spots that they need help, it shows you know championship caliber team like it it is what they do they just keep putting a team together and so frustrating i wish more front offices would be as aggressive as the eagles are but they're not even giving up a lot for this right that's the biggest thing it's crazy i don't i don't know how they do it (laughs) but i mean it's it's fun it makes her makes her fun talk hey I hate the Eagles with the passion, but they are a fun team to watch. They are. Uh, it, they're definitely a scary offense, but they also have a lot of holes on their defense where I think this Bard might actually seal that up, which is going to make them scarier. But yeah, yeah I think they're they're like that. a good leader in that secondary, like safety-wise. I think that would help. Uh, who is their safety that he was hurt? Um, I can't think of what that guy's name is right now. I don't remember. He makes a lot of big hits. But either way, he's he was out. I think he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But this trade, though, is big. I think that'll fixing address. All right, so we'll move on to the next game. We got uh, Vikings 49ers. I'll let you put in your concerns. Um, not what I was expecting. Uh, the game started out the way I was expecting it. Kirk Cousins threw an interception right away, and I was like, "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" Here we go, and then we came out. Caused a forced fumble by Bynum. See, uh, Chris McCaffrey fumbled it, which you don't see very often. And we scored. And it was a back and forth game pretty much throughout. Kirk Cousins had other, after that looked really, really good. He actually 
avoided uh, the rushers and stayed poised. I think I don't even think they got a sack on us. Uh, Risner played really well as a guard. Big pickup there for us, and they need to keep playing them. Uh, Jordan Addison came out and played like Justin Jefferson. He had two touchdowns. One of the touchdowns, he ripped out of Ward's hands, which pretty much what happened on the interception. Um, but, man, there was a lot of injuries in this game. Yeah. Like, Greenlaw got hurt. He came back in. Hawkinson got hurt like four times that game. Kittle got hobbled. Addison went into the back. There was two of the linebackers for the Vikings that got hurt. They had to go out. and It was a rough game. It was a hard-fought game. Christian McCaffrey had 16 straight games with the touchdown, which broke the record or tied the record. Um, Brandon Powell actually showed up as a wide receiver for us, which was really big. We need him, Osborne, to show up for us to win it while J.J.'s out. But the thing I was going to bring up, Purdy got his concussion now. I'm pretty sure it was on the two QB sneaks that he did towards the end zone. And one of the guys hit him in the head, and I think that's where he came from. But, yeah, really good game. It was back and forth pretty much the whole time. A couple of missed field goals for each team. Fred Warner's an absolute freak. We tried to do a QB sneak. He jumped over the line and tackled him. It was one heck of a play. And yeah, really good game. Bynum showed up two interceptions. And yeah, a Vikings team I was not expecting to play this way. Yeah, I I didn't expect this at all. I uh, I figured the Vikings would would lose by a lot. Uh, it was nice to see uh, the connection that Cousins and Edison had. Uh, they looked real good. Honestly, that first interception that you were talking about. Yeah, I think I think the second one that he actually ripped out of his hands was a worse throw. Yeah, um, yeah. looking at it, I, I I could have seen it go the other way around, like that first one being a catch, <laughs> and the second one being the interception. But either way, uh, it worked out well, and he took it out of the guy's hands for ended up being a pretty good touchdown. Um, Hawkinson played pretty well. Um, as you said, he had a few injuries. Um, there was some controversy on Twitter now about yeah. the coach yelling at him to get down when I don't understand why there's controversy about it because if he's limping and hobbled, wouldn't you rather he go down and get checked out to make sure that it's not something major? I don't know. It doesn't make sense as to why the drama about it, but either way. You would think so. Yeah. Uh, if your best, you know, one of your best players is limping, you're going to want him to sit on the ground so he doesn't hurt it even more. But Yeah, and it wasn't even like a time that was that mattered, like trying to, you know, delay the game or anything like that. It They were on offense 
like moving the ball. Yeah. And there was like six or eight minutes left in the second quarter. Like, what's the big deal about it? Just it, he's hurt. Whatever. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. sense. But, um, on the other side of the ball here for the Vikings, their defense. The past few games, they've actually been playing really well. And if they can continue this trend, um, once JJ gets back, this this team could make a run. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't know if this defense can keep up to the level they're playing at with creating turnovers and everything. Um, but it is fun to see. I, I hope that they do. Um, Bynum, he had a game. <laughs> yeah. The the interceptions that he had were critical points of the game. It it was good to see. Uh, I feel San Francisco didn't play their normal their normal game. It just it wasn't there. Their the style was a little bit different than what they had been playing with, like the quick passes, letting the playmakers do stuff. You gotta wonder if you know the Debo injury. The McCaffrey injury, if they're worried about injuries or if it was just an off day, it's hard to say. Uh, Brock Purdy didn't look good. He hasn't looked good when he's been put into the position to have to throw and make plays and do something. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do next week at quarterbacks. I doubt he'll be playing. I don't think there's been somebody clear concussion protocol that quick this season, so. No, you wouldn't think so, and that's usually a big thing you don't want to rush back. Uh, Darnold's going to be the backup in case. And I really don't want him to be there. I'd, I'd rather play a piece of paper there instead of Darnold, but I <laughs> think this would be good for him, though, because you don't have to make throws. You, it'll be short plays. Yeah, that yeah. is true. And Debo should be back by then, I think. So, yeah, he clearly he's a big part of this offense. Um, Because, like you said, they didn't play their normal game at all. Kittle had a big game, even though he kept getting knocked. Uh, but... Daniil Hunter had one sack, and now he leads the league in sacks, which is pretty cool. When he's healthy, he's one of the best defensive ends slash outside linebackers in the league. And, yeah, a really well-rounded game for, I think, both games. I mean, both teams, they both had instances where they both looked good. I'm just shocked that we ended up winning this game, especially when we had no running game. We had a total of 74 yards. They only had 65, so it was a big defensive battle. And I'm glad we came out on top, but I definitely did not expect this to happen. Right. I'm curious for the Vikings offense if they're going to end up making the move to Akers for the running back or if they're going to keep Madison. Um, yeah, one were real productive ru- rushing, but uh, I think better receiving option is Acres. Oh, definitely. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I think. Uh, I don't know. I, I think this team could make a little run if if it continues. I mean, the, the trend that they're on. Kirk Cousins had a real good game. 
I think, played very I think, well. Uh, you had mentioned Debo. I think he actually had a fracture in his shoulder. I don't know if he'll be back next week. Not that. Yeah, I think I saw some place that he had a, a fracture, a hairline fracture in his shoulder or something. So they weren't sure what his status was going to be for the next few weeks. Um, but he might be back. Who knows? I guess we'll see. Uh, I didn't expect McCaffrey to play, and he did. Um, and the injury ended up not being as bad as it sounded originally. So, But, I mean, Vikings got the win. They haven't really been out of any of the games that they've lost. I think they've um, all been one-score games, haven't they? Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it's all been one-score games. Um other than, I guess, the Panthers. Well, no, that's an eight-point game there still. But um, last year, they were, like, I'm pretty sure they were, were they undefeated in, in one-score games last year? I think the, it's just, it's just that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think the Vikings are bad by any means. I think, you know, they're just not having the luck that they had last year in the close games. Once, once JJ gets back, this defense can, you know, at all remain what they're doing right now. This, this team will be okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Every single game has been a one-score game. They lost to the Bucks by three, then six, then four, and then we won by eight, lost by seven, won by six, and then won by five. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you beat the Panthers, didn't you, by eight? Yeah. Yeah. So all one-possession games. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but around here, I mean, where we live, the Vikings territory, and uh, you hear from everybody about how terrible the Vikings are this season, and they're not really doing that bad. Like, the record isn't good. No. But they've been in every game. If they can, you know, get it straightened out and get the offense moving the way that it is right now, and it wasn't earlier this year because of the turnovers, they could turn it yeah, around. If we can, yeah, if we I can stay you, away from turnovers. You haven't played the Lions yet, have you? No, I we played them at the end of the year twice. So you got two wins or two games against them to make up, you know, games if if they're up still. I don't know. Uh, I think it's still, you know, if the Vikings won it, then they still have a chance at it. For sure. I'm not scared of anything in the NFC other than, well, the NFC North, other than the Lions, so. And we have a pretty decent schedule coming up, so. Yeah, before the season, I had, I had expected the Lions to take the division with the Vikings getting a wild card. And I mean, that's fully possible. Yeah. For sure. Plenty of wild card spots now, too, so. Alrighty, that's all I got. Yep, same here. Alrighty, um, let's go. Offensive store and defensive store? Yep. I'll let you start with the defensive play. Alright, so prior to Monday night's game, I had Miles Garrett. Um, that changed. I have Bynum as my defensive star. The plays that he made were crucial to the Vikings winning. Um, and it's just, you have to give it to him, in my opinion. Yeah, I had the same two players you did. 
And I came up with Bynum as well with the two interceptions and the forced fumble. Seal, the second one sealed the win. And every analyst, probably every fan, even in Minnesota, figured we were going to lose this game. And he pretty much put the defense on their back and made us win. So I'm going with him. And offensively, I'm going to – I have Addison, Cousins, and Mahomes as my top three. Those were the three that I was thinking of. And I'm going to go with Mahomes because he had 424 yards with four touchdowns. The guy is just so good. The Chargers' defense isn't bad, and he just lit him up. He's yeah. so talented, and, yeah, I have to go with him this time. Yeah, he's he's definitely good. I mean, he's proven that. My offensive star, I actually went with Lamar. Um, yeah. Just because of what he did. Um, some of those plays I would never expect to see out of Lamar. And he was hitting throws that I never expected him to hit. And he just pretty much had his way with that defense. And it was looking like it was easy for him. Yeah. So looked like I, he was putting the college team. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he was making them look silly. It was it was tough to watch if you're rooting on the Lions. Uh, but I'm going to have to go Lamar on this one. All righty. So, yeah. Yeah, he was a freak. <laughs> Alrighty, so our records from last week: I went seven and six, and you went four and nine, <laughs> which puts me at fifty-three and thirty-seven, and you fifty-seven and thirty-three. Uh yeah, big leap for me. <laughs> It was a tough week. Like, I was looking through it and just watching the teams I picked lose. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was a big one for me. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited about that. So now we will go to our next picks. The first game is going to be our Thursday night game which is the Buccaneers and the Bills. And I have the Bills. You have the Bills as well. I I think they have just too much talent to continue losing. Yeah, it's so many weapons. Uh, next game is the Jets and Giants. I kept going back and forth on this one. And... I'm going with the Jets, not the Giants, the Jets, because I think their defense, I think is just too good, in my opinion. But with Taylor, ah, and I'm see, I'm still up in the air on this one. But yeah, I'll go with the Jets. <laughs> I have the Jets on this one. I agree. Uh, the only reason that I'm going with the Jets is their defense. I think is better, and I think they'll be able to contain. That Jets offense, even with Taylor. Alrighty, next game. Jaguars, Steelers. 
I'm going with the Jaguars because they're so explosive, but I could see the Steelers winning this game as well, especially if last week's team shows up, showed up. But, yeah, I think the Jags are too so explosive, and I think they're going to win. Yeah, I have the Jaguars winning this one. I They're on a, a pretty good little streak here. I think... I think they're going to pull it out. I think it'll be a tough game, but I think they'll have it at the end. All righty. Eagles Commanders. I don't even think this will be a game. Uh, I have the <laughs> Eagles steamroll and the Commanders on this one. Yeah, I think the Eagles will win as well. I Just because it's a division game, I would love to see the Commanders win, but I don't think they can. I I would gladly eat my words if they do, but I don't think they're good enough. Uh, big game, the Rams-Cowboys. I have the Rams winning. I think that their offense is going to pick it up, and Cup is going to be more involved. And a lot of teams have troubles coming off a of bye week for some odd reason. So I think the Rams are going to take this one. I am afraid of this game. And when I was looking at the schedule before the season started, this game was one that scared me just because it was after a bye week. I I hate how the Cowboys play after the bye week. However, I think their pass rush is going to get to Stafford, and I think the Cowboys will win. Yeah, they they have a good defense. Uh, Vikings Packers. It is at Lambeau, but if they can keep the momentum going, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I have the Vikings winning this one. I I always hate picking the Vikings in Lambeau. Yeah. Like you said, but I I don't think the Packers are good enough to compete with either the Vikings or the Lions. Maybe not even the Bears to be honest. Not with not with Bagant. I'm I'm going high soon on him. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh Falcons Titans. I have the Falcons because I think Robinson should be back. Uh, Titans, there's just so much inconsistency with this team. So I got the Falcons. Yeah, I went with the Falcons as well. Uh, just based on Titans seem to be selling. And who knows if they're going to have players left by this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Henry's on the training block. I'm curious to see what they're going to do there. Yeah, it's funny because they've been discussing that for a little while on him. And uh, I could see them getting rid of him for very little, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, just, just to move on and, and get something. Uh, and the Falcons team isn't bad. So. No, their defense is good. Yeah. Uh, Patriots-Dolphins. Uh, I think the Dolphins will bounce back. And play very well, and I have the Dolphins win them. This one's funny, because the Dolphins always seem to be the ones that would beat the Patriots back in the day, when (laughs) the good Patriots teams would go down and play them, they'd lose. Uh, However, I think the Dolphins just have too many weapons. I wanted to play the reverse role, and having the Patriots win, but I don't think they can. I I think it'll be the Dolphins. 
Uh, next game, this one's a hard one. Both these teams are absolutely awful. Um, the Saints-Colts game, I really wish Richardson wasn't injured. It'd make this pick a lot easier. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts. Okay. I got the Colts as well. Uh, I could see it going either way uh, just because of Kamara and how good he can be. However, I think the Colts have a lot of weapons and good running game and good defense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with them, I guess, for now. I don't know. Yeah. I, can see I just don't way, know if Olave is going to actually play or not. That's where I, I edged it to the Colts because – yeah, it's I mean, he might get some discipline for the league. I don't know. It'll be – I doubt – I'm sure he'll play. I Usually they don't. Well, even if it's way. not the offense – I mean, not the – even if it's not the league, maybe the team might because it seems like the Saints have been having a lot of troubles with people getting in trouble. Seems yeah. like. But It'll be interesting. I just – I don't know. I could see it going either way. I wouldn't be surprised. No. This next game, I really want to watch so bad. The two rookies, the Texans against the Panthers, Stroud against Young. I have the Texans winning because I think they have more explosive players and how well C.J. Stroud has been playing. And I'm just I'm going to give them the edge. I have this listed as one of the games that I'm going to try to watch as long as I can get this on my four-team window. Yep. Um, uh, as you said, I think this game is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think both teams have talent. I think the Texans will win, but I think it could be a close game, and I could see it going either way. I just I find myself having to cheer for Stroud. Yeah, me too. And I don't like saying that out loud, but the more I do this, the more I'm okay with it, but it's still rough, but we got it. Alrighty, next game, Brown Seahawks. I have the Browns winning. I think their defense will lock up Geno Smith. He's not playing as good as he has been. If Metcalf is still not playing, I think they'll just eat them up, and I think they'll come out with the win. So, I think we have almost the same picks this week again. (laughs) Either way, I have the Browns as well. Um, If the Seahawks can actually get some of their explosive plays and some of the big plays to happen, I can see them winning. But this Browns defense is just so good that it's hard. It's hard to go against them. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been a defense I've been talking a lot about this year. It's probably the best defense in the league. They just don't have an offense to save them. Yep, exactly. Uh, next game is the Bengals for Niners. Um, with Purdy more than likely being out, I'm gonna go with the Bengals on this one because I think, like I said, I think a piece of paper can play better than Darnold. So. <laughs> I'm going with the Bengals. This one I, I went back and forth on for quite a while. Um, even with Purdy probably out, I don't think 
think Darnold was going to be much worse than Purdy. <laughs> so I think the 49ers are going to take it. I think it should be a reasonably close game, pretty good game, as long as Bengals can show up. They're, they've been pretty inconsistent this year as well. Um, but yeah, I think I think the 49ers should, should have it. All righty. Uh, Chiefs Broncos. I got the Chiefs. I yeah. think it's gonna be a blowout. Yeah, if if the Chiefs lose this one, that would be pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, same with this next game, Ravens Cardinals. At the Ravens, the Ravens are looking really good. They're very scary. <laughs> And the Cardinals are a half a team, so I am going with the Ravens. Yeah, if it ended at half, I'd, I'd probably pick the Cardinals. But because it's a full game, I'm going to pick the Ravens. Uh, I uh, I don't think it'll be a close game, I, like like you said. No. I think I think the Ravens are going to probably win by like three touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, next game is the Sunday night football game. It is the Bears Chargers? I wanted to go with the Bears just to go with Bagant, but I have the Chargers winning. I think they just have more weapons than the Bears do, and I think Herbert is going to pick this defense apart. Yeah, I have the Chargers, um, but I, I would like to see the Bears do something, um, but I think the Chargers will win. Alright, and then the Raiders Lions Monday Night Football. I got the Lions twenty-eight to seventeen. Okay. Um, I have that it's probably going to bite me again, but the Lions. Um, seems like when I pick them, they are bad. <laughs> yeah, right. And I have twenty-eight to twenty. Ooh. Alrighty. What offense do you have to watch? I forgot to do that earlier. I have the Bears. Oh. Uh, just because I'm interested to see what he can do in a second start. Uh, the Bears do have a couple weapons. I mean, I don't know if they're going to compete in this game. But I'm interested to see what they look like. Yeah. Especially if they, you know, get behind early how he can handle it. I'm not a Fields fan, so we can find a no, quarterback for the Bears. I'm all in. Me too. Me too. Even though they're in the NFC North. I got the Vikings <laughs> offense to watch. I want to see if they can move that into Lambeau Field, which for some odd reason we have troubles playing in. I know this isn't the same Packers team, but for some odd reason the Vikings don't like playing there. So I have them for my offense to watch. I could see it. Isn't there supposed to be snow coming in too? Yep, it's supposed to snow all weekend. So yeah, I think Friday it's supposed to be like eight degrees or something like that. Yeah, this is gonna be a cold one. Uh, defense to watch. I have the Lions defense, and the reason why I say that is because they put up. 38 points on them, what the Ravens did, so I want to see how they bounce back. Okay. I have the Falcons. Ooh, yeah. Uh, just because, I mean, the, the strong part of this Falcons team is definitely their defense. Yep. 
and the run game on offense. But that run game hasn't been there for the past couple games. So we'll see what this defense can do. Maybe the defense can score some points. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Alrighty. I think that's all, except if you have anything else. No, that would be pretty much everything. Um, so yeah, this covers the recap, our predictions for week eight. Um, currently, we have been able to get our podcast here out on Apple, Google, Podbean, Spotify, and our iHeartRadio. Uh, so feel free to subscribe, comment, rate. Um, we also have our Twitter, or I guess X, out there, and we're doing live comments during the games. Uh, feel free to follow, interact. Um, other than that, I guess thanks for listening. Um, if you have any comments, questions, feel free to reach out. We have, like I said, our social media, or there are the comment sections and the ratings that you can leave us. Thank you.